0: Welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiax.com, and thank you for joining us. Our Twitter feed is at and you can see our video channel, uh, or our video content on our YouTube channel, Enthusiasts. And I am Baron Fang, or Jeff, your host as always, and today I am joined by uh, Goose. Thank you for coming again, Goose. Thank you for having me. Uh, Judge Greg once again.
1: Hey, how's it going? I'm Judge Greg.
0: We have uh, the Black Dragon one <laughs> boom <laughs> thank you and uh, rounding out a big group today we have uh, the dark princess herself Jennifer Welcome, Jennifer hello um, well let's uh, let's hit this quickly uh, right up the top what's everybody been playing how about you goose what have you been playing lately
2: uh, lately I've been immersing myself in the world of Skyrim actually oh. I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to get out of there <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hear I hear that oh it is. How about you, Greg? Uh, Have you had any uh, stolen moments with gaming (laughs) over the last couple weeks? Oh, boy.
1: Yeah, so as we've we've discussed off-mic before, uh, a little while ago I got the Yellow Light of Death on my PlayStation 3. Oh, yes. Which uh, completely stole all of my saved games. Yes, I know PlayStation Plus would have backed them up. I didn't have PlayStation Plus. (laughs) I do now. Uh, So I have restarted uh, Arkham Origins, and I've also been playing a little bit of Fallout
3: New Vegas. Oh, cool. Nice.
0: Uh, How about you, Vernon? What have you been uh, into?
3: Oh, boy. Um, I have been sucked into Clash of Clans only to be pulling myself back out um, because it's starting to get way too ridiculous, and now I'm going to have to start paying money, so I'm starting to pull myself out of it um, to focus on other things like uh, going back to Chrono Trigger. And actually this morning I started another playthrough of Arkham Asylum in preparation for...
0: Arkham Knight. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm considering uh, doing that myself, going back through.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm just trying to get through Arkham Origins before Arkham Knight, just so oh, I can have yeah. them all under my belt. But yeah. uh, although I can't truly 100% recommend Arkham Origins unless you're like just a ridiculous Batman fan, because it's yeah. just not as good as the other ones. It really isn't.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and Jen, uh, what have you been? Um, what have you been playing when you've had the chance? I just,
4: I just finished playing uh, Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent. so I've been playing, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, I also played a bit of Anniversary myself, mm-hmm. and uh, I just completed a nice little indie horror title called The Last Door. Uh, kind of a Lovecraftian.
1: Uh, oh, I've heard of that. Is that good?
0: It's it's really good. And again, here we go with how oh, old Greg and Jeff are.
4: <laughs>
0: part, part of the reason I. Well, I open the door to it every goddamn time, so. Um, <laughs> here we are again. Um, it, part of the reason that I like it is because, I mean, Greg, are you familiar with the art? It's like done in an old, like, it kind of looks like an older Sierra title, if you know? Oh I
1: mean. yeah, yeah, I love those. Um,
0: except, except, a di- different art style. It's weird to describe it as a different art style when we're talking about like this old type graphic mm-hmm. of that era, but very well done. Music incredible. Uh, it's actually a free title, but I down, I actually paid for the collector's edition on Steam that adds some polish to it. It's very, very well done. My only issue with it is that it's episodic, and now that I've completed the first chapter (for lack of a better word), it could be a year before the next one is out, mm. and uh, I've, you know, I'm not the most patient gamer <laughs> and uh, i already struggle waiting for gaps between walking deads and, and stuff like that so um and it's an in because it's an independent release you know you kind of got to be you know these guys are going to get it done when they get it done so but it's worth checking out and if and you can get it for free if you want to, to to give it a try so i recommend it to anyone who kind of likes those older uh, adventure games and particularly if anyone likes a horror bent to games because it is uh, it's great um, the, uh, the reason we're all here today is because uh, of a great idea that uh, I'll credit to Goose. Um, I, I saw this earlier in the week and I thought, damn, that's a good idea, we got to hit that hard. So, we're here to talk about QuickTime events, uh, and we're going to try and do, uh, rightly so, a, a fairly quick episode. Um, the... <laughs> I, there are some out there that that believe that quick time events are a a, um, a plague <laughs> on gaming. Uh, I I don't want to I don't want to prejudge what we're going to discuss henceforth, but the the subjects come up again recently. I think for me the main reason it came up again is because of the reviews of the order 1886. Mm-hmm. Uh, the subject of QTEs came up and not in a very um, <laughs> they weren't complimentary. <laughs> that, that's to <laughs> say the least. Uh, I mean, they weren't complimentary about a lot of things about 1886. But uh, why? You know, there were questions as to why they're falling back on a mechanic that some people think is overused. Believe it or not, a QuickTime oh. Event has its own Wikipedia entry. People, can you? I mean, nice. is, that that I think that's all you need to know about how common they are. I mean, it's got its own. It's got its own history and a fairly beefy uh, beat entry. Um, I'll, I'll just throw it around the table. Uh, what's the what's the earliest? I mean, we've we've all gamed for you know various amounts of times. So we've got a few different ages represented here. What's the first time? Start with you, Goose. What's the first time you ever remember encountering a QuickTime event in a game? Like first title or or franchise or something.
2: First time I remember seeing QuickTime events would be if I'm if I'm remembering correctly would be Resident Evil Four.
0: Okay, so not so relatively recently then. Right. Um, well, this is uh, I, I'm 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 eagerly awaiting Greg's response because I'm either going to be proud of beating him with an older reference or ashamed, depending on how far <laughs> back he goes. So lay it on me, Greg. What's your what was your earliest history
1: with QuickTime Event? I am I am racking my brain here trying to think what the earliest game I remember is, and I want to say it was probably N64 PS1 era, okay. and I think it was I think it was actually one of the uh, the Spider Man games, which is where they, oh, the first time I can ever remember the, the quick-time events.
0: Yeah, actually, I think you're right that <laughs> the PS, possibly your first PS1. Yeah. Um, I actually, I actually am going way back, and this is before the term was even used, and some people might argue whether or not this counts, but I'm going all the way back to freaking Dragon Lair, which is nothing but a game with
1: uh, that doesn't count. You don't think so? No.
2: <laughs> yeah, that
1: doesn't count. I mean, it, no. it's, it's certainly... Although, yeah, I can see what you're saying, because the whole thing's kind of a quick-time yeah. event, but at the same time, when the game is... Figure out which one of these buttons to press, and they don't tell you which one. I don't yeah. know if that counts. I, I,
0: I guess you could think of it more as a process of elimination, quarter sync, uh, yeah. more than anything else. But uh, uh, and if you go past that, then yeah, it's, we're probably into. Um, probably one of the spy hunter games i can't remember which one uh but there there was uh there were some actions that you had to react to quickly and it was one of those things where you didn't die if you failed but it was a disadvantage if you Mm -hmm. didn't get it correct how about you vernon when was the first time it kind of uh, was on your radar
3: um god of war from what i remember uh yeah definitely god of war because you know it was it, the, the series itself, I mean, in terms of boss battles, it was big in terms of quick time events. That was the only way that you could get past many bosses and um, and the bosses themselves.
0: How about you, Jen? What, what was uh, your first encounter?
4: Actually, mine was also Resident Evil 4. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Also, it made me quit playing the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Now, how many years back is Resident Evil 4? Help me out here. Is it about six, four five, six years ago, or am I oh, going gosh.
4: too, too um, far back? It, and it came out in 2005, but I played it years after that. Mm. So.
0: Yeah, actually, I just remembered one that might be in line with that Spy Hunter. Uh, probably Die Hard Arcade, to be honest. Had uh, had had a lot of little just vignettes almost that had Quick Time events too. Now that that was, I first saw that game in the arcade, so I'll count that though. Um, well, this is a question I've been wanting to ask everyone uh, all week. Why why is it that Quick Time events like, I'll start with you, Goose. What, if if you had to think of one reason why QuickTime events are becoming so overused, and if you disagree with me in terms of them being overused, just say so. But why is it that that developers and designers go back QuickTime events, particularly AAAs, so often? What what is it? What is it they're trying to accomplish, or is?
2: What do you think? Personally, I think that with QTEs, particularly in modern games, hmm. it, they're trying to. Uh, I think they're trying to make things more cinematic while still keeping you in control. And I think what mm-hmm. doesn't make it work as well is that when you're watching something cinematic, you almost want to just sit there and watch it. So if you're just constantly looking for a button cue, it kind of takes you out of the moment. It loses a lot of immersion.
0: Mm-hmm. What, what about you, Greg? Uh, I mean, uh, you have you you remember an era by, like I do when games were hard, <laughs> right? Back when games were tough, it, is is it is it just uh, is it is it like what Gu said is it cinematic or is it uh, trying to make games arbitrarily difficult uh, or throw in challenges just for the sake of throwing that in or is there something more to it?
1: Yeah, Jeff, you got to hit triangle if you want me to answer this question.
0: Loop, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then toggle the left stick.
0: <laughs> yeah. No,
1: I guess. Other than that, I've been hanging on to that joke since we started this podcast. I'm glad <laughs> if I, um, it's, I I think they have their place in their time. I mean, I, I've certainly we've lived through the era of the really cheesy full motion video game. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to start like po- poking games in the mm. eyes today for being too cinematic because, listen, I've, I've seen what happens when the pendulum swings too far. Mm. And we are not there right now, but. Mm. What I, what I would like to say is that they do have their, their place, and there are certain games. Because, like, well, I will on the surface say, like, oh, I, I get kind of sick of these quick-time events in all my games. Then you ask me what some of my favorite games are, and I list David Cage games, which are basically <laughs> yeah. just quick-time event marathons. Um, mm. In fact, very recently, I just finished playing uh, Beyond Two Souls, and I mm. was a huge fan of that game. And that game is even a little bit more quick-time event than some of the other ones were. Wow, okay. But I – so I'm not going to say I dislike them or I hate them and that they they don't belong. And so I'm trying to put myself in the minds of the people who just don't want them at all. But at the same time, like I can definitely see it get to a point where like you're – uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Spider Man Three the video game because you, you you're in this big battle with the lizard or whoever I think you were fighting in that game. Yeah. And then you finally getting him down. And then now you're finally in, you're in the cinematic and man if you don't hit triangle and X at the right time, then it basically says like well forget all that work you just did you need to beat him again and get him back down and it's just it it really feels like it's arbitrary mm. and I guess. You know, and there was there was a problem in a time when like you didn't have to interact with these cinematic scenes, and so mm-hmm. it almost felt like the game was just playing itself, and you didn't have any part of them. Like yeah. you almost were sitting back and be like, "Oh, well, just let me know when I'm allowed to play again." Yeah. And this this <laughs> feels almost like it was a little bit of a compromise, and like, "Oh, well, you can still interact. See, you need to hit X and Square and stuff."
0: <laughs>
1: and right. I. I I guess maybe people kind of felt like that really wasn't what they wanted to do. They wanted to play the game, and that that was almost too little, too late. Uh, personally, I'd rather just watch the cinematic than have to hit X at the right time because it doesn't make me feel like I've accomplished anything. And, no. I, and maybe that's what really bothers people so much is that you didn't accomplish anything. The game played this whole thing for you. You just had hit X at the right
3: point. Yeah.
0: Right. How about you, Vernon? You, you've obviously played a few of the more high-profile titles that have
3: them. Uh, wh- why do you think that they're they're so prevalent? Um, it's easy. <laughs> it's it, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't. You know what? I'm not a I'm not a game design connoisseur. I don't. You know, I, I haven't built a game from the ground up myself, so I, I don't know how easy it is to implement versus actually letting you play it out and stuff like that. But yeah. I'll tell you this: if Halo or I don't know uh, Uncharted had quick time events i don't think i'd enjoy them as much I, i've mm. played those i played those games through multiple times and I, I can't say that uh i have encountered a quick time event in one of those now asura's wrath i don't know if you guys remember that as a dragon ball z yeah. ripoff <laughs> um, the game that was... was insane looking yeah Oh my god. You know what? It would have been even more insane if I could actually play it, and (laughs) it was one of those where, again, if you missed the button prompt, you'd have to do it all over again. Um, You know, in terms of, like, the the mini-boss and stuff like that, I think there was one where there's this big fat guy, and, like, you're trying to jump on these rocks to get to punch him in the face or something, and if you miss the prompt, he smacks you back down to the ground, and you have to jump on each of the rocks to do it again. So it... (sighs) It feels easy to me. Like it feels like they're gonna they're gonna play the game and stuff like that to get you to the next point. You just have to press this button and then this button in in succinct time with what the game wants you to, or else you'll just be knocked back down. So I feel like it's easy. I I feel like it's an easy way to you know move past a, a section without really you know having you get to a specific finale because really if i could play that same game without the quick time event it would just be the the cinematic whatever the the cinematic uh feel that they they want you they want you to 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 take from it yeah um does that make sense
0: no no it, yeah. it does it does how about, how about you, Jen? You, 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 you expressed an opinion earlier that, you know, <laughs> it was the reason you quit a game, uh, like, can you put yourself in the mindset of the people that are making them and, and like, guess as to, you know, why they insist on putting them in there?
4: Well, I think a lot of it is what Goose said, you know, it's, it's wanting you to be able to watch the cinematic stuff and still kind of feel like you're involved in it and mm-hmm. you have control over it, but... And I kind of get that, but at the same time, like he said, it takes you out of it. So to me, it kills the cinematic aspect of it. And also, again, we're talking about these boss fights. When I got stuck in Resident Evil 4, it was this big boss fight. I think it was in, like, an arena or something like that. And it was hit this button and then hit this button, hit this button. Yeah. And I kept dying, and it kept freaking changing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't the same buttons where you could just memorize. And <laughs> yeah. I was so aggravated that I just went f this amount <laughs> and i never touched it again i just hate it yeah.
0: look i i think i'll go even a step further than some of you and and say yeah yeah easy i i think it's lazy i think i think uh well let me use an example uh you guys have all played uh, i which game did you have to fight solomon grundy and of the arkham games was it city or
3: arkham, arkham city? city it was city. Arkham
0: city now that was a f- fairly yeah that was a fairly enjoyable fight uh challenging um didn't involve quick time it involved you having to react dodge whatever at the right times you know uh figure out his patterns and, and outsmart him and defeat him um that was satisfying uh if they had designed that game simply that you had to tap you know X, uh, Y, Z, in you know a particular order over and over again in order to do it, it would have just seemed like some arbitrary rhythm. Handle, right. Basically. Uh, I think who's, who's Z? Uh, sorry, I, <laughs> <laughs> X, Y, B, A,
1: whatever.
0: <laughs> um, the. I just think it's easier to come up with a arbitrary sequence where you have to hit something at a particular time than it is to actually design a challenging boss fight or a challenging encounter or mini boss or whatever in a game. And I, I think it's laziness more than anything else. Uh, I, I think that the, the the talent for writing or designing boss fights and encounters is kind of a lost art, and it's far easier for them to just fall back into these, you know, uh, you know, just. Put, it, put together a string of commands, and you need to do that, right? And that's how you progress. Uh, as far as the cinematic stuff, um, I, I, I think I'm with a lot of you guys. I'd rather ju- like, Ass- Assassin's Creed, for example, had a lot of walking around uh, with, uh, you know, a particular mentor to a new Mm -hmm. location and and conversation going on while that was happening sort of in a vaguely cinematic way i sometimes as much as they made you do was actually like walk in time next to the guy and (laughs) there there might be a failure state if you fell too far back out of the conversation i don't i don't understand why games just can't let the cutscenes or cinematic bits stand on their own merits and then have the gameplay stand on their own merits and, and not feel the need to um to blur the lines and because it, it's not it's not really challenging so much as it's just annoying I, I find most of the time
3: yeah um, and, it, and it like like you were saying it takes you out of it so much to the point where like you know okay it's no a it's a cinematic, then it's a quick time event, and then oh, like I have to actually do stuff yeah. now. Like yeah. <laughs> so you have to get back into the, yeah. the swing of playing the game. And that's annoying. I can see yeah. that.
0: I, yeah. I can remember the first time I ever played Mass Effect Two and, and I know you guys have all played it as well, and I didn't see it coming. The first time that there was a long conversation, and this is I don't know that this counts as a quick time, you might know what I'm talking about, where yeah. you had to react with either a paragon or a renegade uh, react, trigger reaction to something.
3: Oh, I, actually, yeah, that could be considered a quick time I, event, I, I, right? can, I kind I of think, think it so. is.
0: Uh, even if it's a plot-related quick time event, then it's not really going to impact, you know, you living or dying.
1: Um, I made it through two-thirds of that game before I figured out that I was supposed to do something
0: when that happened. <laughs> when that flashed, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Uh, yeah, because
1: yeah. I, like, I think they prompt you at one point, and I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, and I didn't notice them for the rest of the game, and I saw like. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of weird they would ask me to do that and not put them back up there again and like yeah. I wasn't even looking I always thought it would prompt me if I had to do it like they did that time yeah. you know he... but yeah
0: as much as I enjoyed the color that would add to the game and, and, you know, you being able to direct your character down the Paragon or Renegade path. Another part of me was annoyed that, you know, can I just have my rest? You know, I've, I've been playing the, the, this game. Can I just put the controller down and not have to like, oh shit, <laughs> and click the button? Like the, you, you end up sitting there being, you know, waiting, waiting just in case that something's going to come up in a conversation. So um, I, I, you know, I, I guess, <laughs> My, I can't think of another game that kind of that does that uh, with sort of instant conversation prompts, but uh, I, don't know. I had mixed feelings about the Mass Effect 2 and, and I guess the subsequent stuff they did in three. Um, I, I, I was also going to ask, um, is there an example of QuickTime where it's actually rewarding? And I, I thought of an example this, this, like where they do it right for lack of a better word.
2: My they, example for that would be hmm. um, for example, in God of War series, when you have when you're fighting a big monster, whatever the hell they call them, cyclopses, what have you, yeah. those quick time events, they feel like that it would be very really difficult to try to play these things out, climbing up on something, stabbing it in the face, and what have you. So in that case, it kind of works. Yeah. But mm-hmm. because if you miss it, you can just beat him to death the old-fashioned way. It doesn't actually punish you for missing the QTE. Yeah. But where it really shines, if these count, would be in the Telltale games. Because they're I essentially, say that.
4: Yeah, yeah,
2: they they work yeah. very well as a storytelling way to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I think oh. I think it really adds something to the the game to have those ones in there, even when even when they are jarring and sudden. You know?
4: Well, also what I love about in Walking Dead, which is what I was going to bring up, is that there's that timer bar, mm. so you don't have as much anxiety about when is <laughs> this going to be over, how much, how long do I have to pick? Yeah, yeah, right there in front of you. So yeah. yeah, I like that.
1: I used to just pause the game be like, screw you. I'm going to take as long as I want to think about this.
4: Yeah. He goes and makes a drink. Yeah.
1: yeah. The
0: judge With makes his watch.
4: own
1: rules. Yeah, I'm not playing by their game anymore.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Prince
0: of Persia rules.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 was gonna. I was actually gonna bring up uh, something a little bit different. Uh, a game where the quick time event pass or fail gives you an advantage or disadvantage as if you, as as opposed to an insta fail or success. Um, I'm trying to think of an example, perhaps it's Die Hard, where if you get if you get the quicker time event right and you jump over the barrier or kill the dude or whatever, it actually clears the way up ahead so that their next encounter is a little bit easier. I kind of like that. So it's a reward for getting the quicker time event right rather than, you know, game over, <laughs> try retry again. Well, isn't that well, basically
1: how David Cage games work? Is I think so, like, yeah. You, you could fail almost everything, and like, while well, you'd get a terrible ending, the game will just keep going on.
0: Yeah i kind of like that better uh the um now i i haven't played tomb raider yet and vernon may i know you have the the, would the the quick time events like where laura's like sliding down a waterfall or something and there's like spikes mm-hmm. up ahead where that was that just literally a pass fail left is left is good right is bad type
3: well type setup, yeah or? i mean there'd be obstacles and stuff like that and if you didn't go left or right you you would die yeah. um you know there would be times where it would go into this slow-mo um, there's this there's this thing with with spikes on it and you have to blow it away with the shotgun if you don't you run into it um, yeah so like yeah the, it was it was filled with those
0: i um... I don't. I don't know whether. Uh, I, I. don't know whether everyone here has played the Resident Evil games. But at. At what does anyone know at what point the Quick Time was incorporated into Resident Evil, or was it always there? Was that just? I've when... heard it
3: was. I've heard it was Resident Evil Four.
0: Uh, okay, so. was where
3: it started. So
0: when it became, as Goose said, cinematic, then they started to throw in <laughs> the Quick Time event. Um, I don't. I don't really. Yeah, I. I, I guess it's kind of like what Greg was saying earlier. You know, they're they're walking this line between. You know okay, we want our games to be cinematic because we want to ape movies, but, okay, the character still needs to be involved in some sort of way, so we'll, we'll throw them a bone and say, okay, you get to press
2: a button every once in a while, and that's,
0: you know, just so you know you're still playing a game, here you go, <laughs> jump out of the way it of makes,
2: this thing. It makes me think that they're afraid if we don't hit a button every so often, we'll lose focus. It's like jingling keys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I played a, I, I played a game recently that I would not have thought would have had quick time events at all. Uh, Valiant Hearts. I don't I don't know if you guys know this one. It was a, set in World War One. Uh, you actually had to perform surgery as one of the characters, like kind of sort of field surgery. Jeez. And every once in a while, you, you would literally need to do this little sort of rhythm slash quick time thing in order to. Uh, to, um, properly, you know, seal the wo- the wound or whatever, uh, not quite as gruesome as walking dead, you know, <laughs> in some of its, oh, uh, yeah. uh, I don't know, surgical, shall we say scenes, but, uh, yeah, I, I found that was interesting. Like, ha- like going, doing something that you would think would be really precise and slow and deliberate. And then they throw in quick time events <laughs> into <laughs> surgery. Like, you know, if you don't press the button at the right time. The what needle won't go in correctly or, ugh um so why why if uh i mean we we, between the five of us we've had some ranges of criticism some of some of us are probably more tolerant of them than than others i don't really see a lot of gamers out there whether they like them or dislike them begging for more why why is it that the the developers are insisting on putting them in in, 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 and into games like you know 18, the Order 1886. Uh, I mean, that's a third-person cover shooter, basically, isn't it, effectively?
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, what do you think the mindset is to throwing QuickTime events into a game that already has enough action already? Like, it... it like, what, ah. like, like Vernon, you've read a few of the reviews. What is it? What is it? That you think that they're thinking, oh well, we, this isn't it, the game isn't enough being a shooter or a, you know running around in hallways. We've got to throw the QT and QTs in as well. Is it just a cheap way to add some sort of value or gameplay that uh, that they know they can throw in quickly or? It, is, are they actually suggesting it's gonna add something to the experience
3: see I don't I don't know I, I'd like to I'd like to you know get my hands on it whenever I get a PS4 hmm. um, you know if I if I borrow it from somebody or rent it or something like that I'd like to I'd like to actually play it at some point just so I like hmm. just so I can say that I played it and I know what it's about and stuff like that I mean I've watched the I've watched some of the of the gameplay and stuff like that and it's 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 generic it really is um so adding the quick time events doesn't make it better um you know if you switching gears a little bit i I know we're on the order 1886 but like uh uh, i don't know if you guys heard of a game called vanquish um but that was uh, a platinum games the same people who made bayonetta and that was a game where yes it did have quick time events but the quick time events if you failed them like you know, like God of War, you could still succeed. You could still beat the enemy. Um, but there were there were quick time events where it was just like, if you didn't succeed at it, you would die, basically. So th- it, was a, it was a nice little mix. But with the order, it just, I don't know, this is a next-gen experience. And really the biggest thing for it so far are the graphics.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Um, setting aside games where you would agree, you know, for yourself that, the, you know, the quick time events that are in it are actually, you know, good or enjoyable... Um, what would you say is an alternative to quick to, to QuickTime events that you that you'd like to see? Uh, like, I'll start with you, Goose. Like, what's a what's something they could do instead of like take a game that you've played that had QuickTime events where you're like, oh god, why are there? Why do they have to be in this? What what would have been a good alternative, or what, where what could they use instead of QTEs to, or, or just nothing at all if that's
3: gameplay <laughs> actual gameplay? <laughs> yeah,
2: honestly, <obviously, laughs> I would say I would say the bulk of QuickTime events. Can just be completely taken out and just let it be a cinematic. Yeah. And even when it's even when it's used in terms of say going back to the God of war example, it can be you can leave a QTE in, or if you decide to change it up, just as Vernon said, make a gameplay give you a mm-hmm. button that does the action you're looking to do. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. similar to um, Devil May Cry three, for example. Right. You don't There are no QTEs, but once you know what buttons you're hitting, you can pull off some really bizarre shit.
0: <clears throat> like, uh, what do you think, Greg? You're you're a big fan of the Arkham games. Like, it, is do you would that be a model for like what what companies could do instead of throwing QTEs? You know, actually have a, a actually have a challenge that's that's worth yeah. know, that, that feels worth achieving or, or Yeah,
1: listen, I'm I'm probably on the panel one of the more forgiving people towards QTEs, and again, David Cage plays a big role in that, hmm. but. I, I like what Arkham did. I'm a huge fan of those games, and they make it so that I feel like I'm in control of what's going on, and that even when Batman's doing something really cool, it's I, I'm still the one who's who's holding, holding the reins, and it's not just the game taking over for me. But I'm, I'm also a little bit more forgiving. I would prefer if they would have... You know, when you have the prompt like press X to finish the enemy next to a weakened enemy, then let me press X and let me just watch the watch Kratos do the cool thing to finish the enemy. Don't make me (laughs) have to press triangle too. You know, that's I guess that's what I would really prefer to see is I'm okay with a couple of these really you know, these cinematic quick shots. Yeah. But For the most part, I'd rather see the cinematic quick shot that I prompt with my own button pushing that but I don't have to interact with. Yeah. And this, if you're going to give me a long cinematic scene, don't make me have to sit there and then press X at random points yeah. throughout it. Just yeah. let me watch it. But so again, I, you understand move. I'm still a giant hypocrite because I played <laughs> Beyond Two Souls and it was almost nothing but that that I'm just describing that I don't like and I loved it. So, you know, I'll look that and for it's, what it's worth.
3: If I could just throw something else in there, if, especially if it's so beautiful like God of War or Beyond Two Souls or. Or uh what's the other one? Uh, Heavy Rain, where like, you know, it's just mm. it's so cinematic and it's so beautiful and stuff like that. And you feel like, wow, you know, this is great. And then, oh shit, I have to press X. Damn it, I failed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will
1: say, and David Cage has gotten better with this, but you know, what Vernon's describing and in Indigo Prophecy, which is the first <laughs> one of these games I've played, that was so much of you have to pay attention to the prompts that you almost felt like well, I bet there's something really cool going on behind these prompts I'm looking at right now, but I'm not watching it i got an eagle eye for the next time I have to hit this button. Yeah. And even to the to the extent where you could go back and they gave you the option, you could replay some of those scenes without mm-hmm. like the prompts and just watch the cinematic. Yeah, and yeah. there was a couple times I looked back and like, wow, that, that looked like it was really cool. I really wish I could have seen that when I was playing the game. And, yeah. and so that's probably, that's an example of even, you're taking a game I like, but I can still look at that and say, yeah, that's not the right way yeah. to go. Um, How about
0: yeah. you, Jenny? Have you got a, uh, a wish list of, you know, ways they could do it differently if, where, where appropriate? Or?
4: Well, what I, a game that I've mentioned before that I'm really looking forward to is Until Dawn, which mm. is an upcoming horror game. And normally, again, you know, obviously I cringe when I see there's going to be quick time events in a game, but... The way that this one's gonna be, the way it's gonna be utilized in this game, I think, is interesting, and it a it it adds to the game. It's a horror game where there's pressure, and usually most of them don't scare you. The fact that you'll you're presented with the scene, and you know, it, it, it puts you more into it because it's like, okay, you're you're running into a room, and now are you gonna hide under the bed or are you gonna run out the door? Mm-hmm. I feel like that it's more immersive. And it's choice. Yeah. It's not, I'm going to die if I don't hit this button. It's, oh, what should I do? Let's see what how it unfolds if I do this. And then yeah. let's see next time Con- what happens if I go this way.
0: Consequences. Yeah, I, I, I've read some of the stuff that you've linked through through for Until Dawn. And I kind of feel like it's um, it's halfway between a proper action game and The Walking Dead type quick decision stuff. Like where it's not quite so slow-paced that like Greg, you could put the iPad down, pause it, and leave the room Mm -hmm. while you decide what to do, and 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 yet there's also you know a bit of running around uh, freely, a a combination of those two things. I I think that might be a nice happy medium. Um, I I I think (laughs) I think like any game, there's a point at which it gets frustrating and it's difficult. It's a very difficult line for them to walk, and Walking Dead gets it really. Really well done, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I, I can't say I've never died in a Walking Dead game, but I, I, I can also, you know, I've never had to throw a controller playing one either. So I'll give them some credit <laughs> there. And I've, yeah, exactly. I've thrown a few controllers in my time. So, um, well, just looking ahead, to, putting it, putting on our, uh, you know, looking at the crystal ball, so to speak. Um, <laughs> they're a dirty word for some people. Uh, I, 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 think, I think there's enough criticism of them in some AAA titles that eventually, you know, the It'll get through the thick skulls of the of the AAA developers that they need to use them a bit more sparingly. Um, is it, where do you see it going, Goose? Do you see them just shoving more and more into the games, or do you think they're actually going to r- respond to some of the criticisms, try and get it get it right, you know, wherever whatever that right is? And I know that's different for different people, but where do you see it going? Do you, do you still see us talking as much about QuickTime events two, three, four, five years from now, or?
2: I think honestly, with now that, in, for example, indie games are a lot bigger than they used to be, they're showing the big developers that you don't have to keep going back to the same well. You can expand out and make good products. So I think next couple of years, we'll either see QTEs go to where they're only in the quote unquote bad companies' games, or where they're actually being done correctly.
0: What about you, Greg? Uh, I mean, uh, again, excluding the games where we we generally agree that they get it right, uh, do you do you consider you know will you consider QTS to be a, a bugbear down the road as well, or is it this just you know? I,
1: Jeff, if I were to list all the things in games that I thought were dumb and wouldn't exist, <laughs> and
0: you
1: then they choice. still are there year after year after year, so I I really, I, really, don't think they're going anywhere. You no. know, Much like I would really love to be able to play a game one time where I can have my character trying to balance while they walk across a beam and not have to try to keep their balance together with the, the right animals. Yeah, yeah. And, and that hasn't seemed to go anywhere, so I don't think quick time events are going anywhere either.
3: Yeah. How about you, Vernon? Um, I don't think they're going anywhere either. It's just a matter of you know what works, I guess. And quick time events kind of work in terms of like you know what they want to do it gives them gives them less to do in terms of okay, well you know we <laughs> we we don't have to design this this part of the game as yeah. as well as some of the others. So. I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon, especially since it's in you know the the quote unquote next gen experiences such as the order of 18, six, 80, 86, excuse yeah. me I keep, God, I keep messing that up 1866, yeah. 1793, I
4: don't know <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever
0: what about you Jen uh, you you've you've listed an example of a game that hope you know a future game that hopefully might get it in a bit more um bit better uh you still see them being around uh, title after title triple a or otherwise or
4: i do and yeah i'm still not a big fan of them and you know good example of that same game it would be nice if you could just move the analog stick and hide under the bed or run out the door a little bit more open freedom so i will never be happy to see quick time events i just think they need to be a little bit smarter and use them in a better way if they're going to keep using them and i think they will keep using them whether we like it or not
0: yeah, I think as long as laziness and uh, ease of programming ver- versus difficulty of programming more interesting, challenging sequences is there, I, I-, I think the they're going to be tempted to continue to do it. That and uh, you know, as the older gamers like Greg and I die out, that can remember the genuinely challenging <laughs> old school games. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa! Jesus! Whoa! One foot Come in
3: grave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. You know pe- people who can actually remember back when games had controls that you actually had to manipulate yourself uh, you know I-, I think over time QTA will start will become increasingly synonymous with the gameplay and it'll just become more accepted as by default you know um, uh, I and and again I-, I kind of agree with goose that you know meanwhile a lot of the indie games out there are, g- are going to show that there are other ways to do it and hopefully that has an influence on things but I don't know I think you know for the big budget stuff we they're they're here to stay until until the criticism actually starts to hurt their bottom line, they're going to continue to, to shoehorn them in places where it doesn't need to be, uh, uh, definitely. Um, well, thanks guys, I, I think we covered everything I wanted to talk about, so let's go quickly into the high score quiz, which as always is tied to the topic in question, uh, QuickTime events, uh, multiple choice, and I'll start with Goose going uh, left to right. Um... The originator of the originator of the term quick time event is attributed to which Japanese game designer? So starting with you, goose, we have three choices: A, Yu Suzuki of Sega, B, Hideo Kojima of Konami, or C, Shinji Mikami of Capcom. Who do you reckon is the guy that coined the term time event? And
2: uh, If I were going bit. to <laughs> guess, I would say I would say Hideo Kojima, but I could be wrong.
0: Go with B Hideo Kojima. How about you, Greg? And uh, just to give you all a little bit of a hint, it's actually not as far back as you'd think. Uh, that, that 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 phrase. It's not as old as you as you would think. So A uh, yeah, Greg A Yu Suzuki of Sega. B Hideo Kojima of Konami. C Shinji Mikami of Capcom. What say you?
1: Square. No, no circle. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Faster. R two R two. Oh
1: no. Oh, which trigger is it? I forgot. Oh. Um by the way that bothers me a whole lot i think that should be a rule that you can't use the triggers for quick time events oh yeah cuz yeah. it says like r1 and i'm like oh so which ones are r1 and which ones are <laughs> 2
0: yeah
1: i hate... anyway yeah, it should be uh, face I'm, buttons I'm, only yeah i'm going to say i'm going to say b just because i've heard of him
0: uh, how about you, Vernon? I, I actually—I <laughs> have to admit—I wrote this quiz th- thinking that if anyone was going to get this, it'd be Vernon. So I made—I <laughs> made sure to. Uh, oh. To. Uh... <laughs> uh, put the, uh, the
3: choices
0: wow. Well, I'm going to have way. to guess
3: too. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Um, I appreciate your faith in me, but uh, I'm going to go with Shinji Mikami.
4: Shinji Mikami of Capcom.
0: All right. And uh, how about you, Jen? Who do you reckon? Yu Suzuki, Hideo Kojima, or Shinji Mikami? Well,
4: I'm going with C.
0: Well, uh, looks like I were able to stump you guys. It was in fact Yu Suzuki of Sega, and oh. Oh. The, the game that the context of the the game that he was talking about in context of Quick Time events was actually Shenmue, uh, which was a game that uh, that had. You guys
1: know where I can find some sailors. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There were quite a few sequences in that game <laughs> that involved like quick reactions to things, and they weren't fail states. They were you know, advantage versus disadvantage states. And uh, it was a game that was uh, both open world and cinematic at the same time. And uh, yeah, he he used that term and it caught on. And ever since then, uh, it's it's been the, uh, you know, the industry term. Um, well, I'll make my uh, old school recommendation and... Course, uh, I always try and tie that to the topic as well. Uh, my old school recommendation Something within
3: week, the last century, please. It
0: is! It's actually a <laughs> bit... I'm so self-conscious from Vernon's withering criticism week to week that, uh,
3: that uh, you know, I, I, just.
0: I went a little bit newer. Uh, Die Hard Arcade, by Sega. You call
1: that an old school recommendation?
0: I, I mean, relatively. That... I'm
1: just going to do the opposite of what Vernon does
0: now. <laughs> so, so, so <laughs> I'm going to tell you it's not old so enough. So nobody, nobody's happy, in other words. Like, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or, or I'll just have to triangulate a date like in between where Vernon wants and, and Greg wants to go with that so yeah Die Hard Arcade uh, second game based on of course the popular uh, Die Hard series you literally play as either John McClane or another guy and I've put another guy because I don't know who that other guy is I, was there another character in the first Die Hard game of note? I, I don't know um, anyway, there's, there is a, it is a two-player co-op game, and apparently you can play as another guy. Uh, I'm not clear on whether or not there's a broken glass sequence in it or not. I don't remember. Um, it was, a, of course, a Sega arcade title first, um, and uh, later got a Saturn, uh, because it came out during the Saturn era release, and it got a Japanese PS2 release as well. I don't know how those two things line up with one another given that those two consoles compete with one another. But yeah, it was a, a 3D beat-em-up uh, with QuickTime events. A lot of them took place in hallways and elevators. Uh, you'd be running down the hall, and a guy would jump out, and you'd have to press the button to clothesline the guy or disarm his gun. Uh, and yeah, you got an advantage one way or another if, if you did it successfully. Uh, it was very arcade the way it was presented, and you had you know very limited time to react. Um, they actually did a sequel called Dynamite Cop. They didn't want to pay for the Die Hard license twice, so they just made a uh, Bruce Willis looking dude in a ripped wife beater and just called it Dynamite Cop, the second one. That ended up on the Dreamcast. <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty good. I mean, as I, I was actually thinking about this, of, of we've talked before on Point Strike about how bad movie tie-in games are, and my God, there are ter- some terrible ones. But this is actually pretty decent. I mean, it's not very. It doesn't tie to the story very well. Um, I mean, the actual story of the movie very well, and there's, you know, bosses and characters that don't exist in it. But it's pretty good fun. Um, It's a quarter eater, and expect the difficulty level to be adjusted (laughs) uh, accordingly. Um, Quite a bit of memorization to go on in terms of how the enemies enter the screen and stuff. Uh, But yeah, a pretty fun game. And um, yeah, uh, I'd, I'd recommend, if you've got access to a Saturn... You should have this game. Um, I don't, I, there's At this point, I don't think it ever got any sort of Xbox Live release or anything like that, or arcade release, which is a shame, because it inspired a lot of other similar titles. But anyway, hmm. um, yeah, I, a, a game that I actually enjoyed with quick-time events that didn't overdo it anyway. Um, well, thanks everyone for joining me uh, on, a, on a, a, a suitably quick discussion on quick-time events. Um, as I said in the onset, uh, you can uh, see us at uh, www.enthusiacs.com. Our Twitter feed is at Enthusiacs, and our video content is at uh, our YouTube channel, simply Enthusiacs, where a whole uh, new slew of uh, Let's Plays has been dropped recently. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Uh, we've got a forum at the site that you can find on the menu. Um, join in on our discussions there. Uh, our email bag for the podcast is pointstreak at Any questions or feedback? Or suggestions uh, we'd uh, happily hear them. Uh, thanks again to our guests uh, Goose and Greg Vernon and Jen um, thanks again for making the time um, I, I have to credit Goose it was a great idea I thought it was worth was worth talking about while it was sort of uh, in the news so to speak uh, it's not it's not it's not every day that we uh, that we come up with an idea and record it within a few days like that so appreciate everybody making the time Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, if I can get this outro right, uh, join us again uh, next time for another edition of Point Streak. Thanks, guys.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you.